facts, candid conversations, and some levity to lighten your day. This is The Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio. Fabulous Friday to all of you. We're going into Independence Day weekend. It's so exciting to be with you. Coming at you live and in full effect from the worldwide headquarters of Relevant Radio in beautiful Lincolnshire, Illinois. And, you know, Lincoln, of course, was known as Honest Abe. Pure of heart, and I've got another really pure-hearted person sitting in with me right now on The Kale Clark Show. Maggie Carroza is joining me, who is, of course, the co-host of The Family Rosary Across America with Father Rocky, and she's also the producer of The Drew Mariani Show, which just aired. So she <laughs> literally hopped from one studio to another. It was a long trip. But Maggie, thanks for taking the time. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's good to have you, Max. And listen, I want, we're going to be talking about something that's, that's really fun. It's kind of right up your alley uh-huh. because you just got married. Uh-huh. And I had to keep reminding myself, don't say her maiden name. You know, it, it, Maggie Greshold. Believe the ver- me, I, I have to remind myself <laughs> yeah, to not exactly. say my maiden name. <laughs> I, I need a new nickname because I always called you the very special Maggie Greshold. So now I, I need to come up with something else. But uh, maybe our listeners can help. one 914 is the toll-free line to call to talk to us, not just me, but us for free. On this Friday, sitting in with Maggie Carosa. Now, is it Carosa or Carosa? Well, yeah, it, the American is Carosa, but when we went to Italy, it was Carosa. Carosa. I want to be authentic about this, <laughs> but uh, but anyways, we're going to be talking about a really interesting trend in marriage. It's marriage season. Maggie just got married to Joe. Lots of people getting married all around the country. I don't know if it's common for people to have weddings around Independence Day, or is that kind of a faux pas? People want to be with their families. Don't don't ask me to go to a wedding. I don't know. My my oldest brother got married on July 4th. Oh, it's okay. It's an easy uh, anniversary date to remember <laughs> that for is me. I'm true. like, oh, it's July 4th. Oh, happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that... they were both doctors, and I think they were like, this is an easy holiday for people to get off. That's a good point. So that was their logic. If you want people to show up, they have no, you can't say you're working Mm -hmm. because you're off. I know you're off. Mm -hmm. That's, that's intriguing. So, okay. So it might happen. And, you know, Maggie, there was one summer when, when I and my, my ex-girlfriend at the time, we went to 10 weddings in one summer because it's just the age when people are getting, starting to get married. Oh my gosh. So I had to like take out a mortgage to buy all the wedding gifts and stuff. But it was, it was interesting. And speaking of that, weddings cost a lot of money. And I'll tell you what, there's a, there's a new trend that's been popping up, and I, I just couldn't believe this when I read about this. But actually, I could believe it because it's called micro-weddings. We're, we're going to talk about that in just a second. But I will also want to give out the email address if you want to send me a fun article, if you want to be a shadow producer of the Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio, join the crowd. Send me an email. It's kale, C-A-L-E, at relevantradio.com. It's a good story. We'll try to get it. On the air, and you can also follow me on Twitter at Kale Clark, C A L E Clark with an E. And once again, sitting in with Maggie Carozza, and uh, that my Italian's terrible, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it, that didn't even merit a laugh from Maggie. That was so bad. It was like, <laughs> ugh. Okay, so so this is really interesting, Maggie. So I, I read this article by Marissa Gerber, writing in the L.A. Times, and it's all about these micro weddings, and. and it, sort of starts off talking about this couple named Anna Soriano and Louis Moreno. And uh, the ceremony that they had, this micro-wedding, took less than 10 minutes. What? 
10 minutes and it, and it, so it took less than 10 minutes and it cost less than an iPhone. Now that, <laughs> okay, wait. So explain like what did they do? <laughs> well, well, here's how I was described by Marissa Gerber in the LA Times. Quote, as the couple sauntered down the aisle, an instrumental hip-hop version of the wedding classic Canon in D. Oh, Lord. And, and by the way, we have a clip of Canon in D. This is Patrick Alog, who's uh, sitting in for Jim Shaper tonight. Uh, this is his favorite version of Canon in D. What if we can find it? Well, well, there it is. Here it is. Beautiful. You, you know this one, right? If you didn't know the name, you certainly know the tune if you've been to a wedding. Of course. Now, did you guys use this one? This, this was our walk. Uh, this was my walk down the aisle song mm. with my dad. Oh, beautiful. Um, actually, it's funny that we have this conversation today because I just got the proofs back oh, from my photographer wow. today. Wow, those are beautiful pictures. Yeah. Wow. If only we had a video component, we could share this on the screen. It's, uh, this is amazing. And no, that's that's always a treasured moment. It's, it, I, it's, it's good that you're saying that they allowed you to use Canon D because... Uh-oh. Because I was wondering, when I got married to Trish... They, they were very clear that you can't use secular music. Of course, yes. Okay. Um, and, and, and even some classical music is considered secular music because it's it not— It composed for a mass. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was kind of like secular pop music, of classical style, if you will, of the day. Hey, have you heard Mozart dropped a new track, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Oh, so. no. What, what is that? Oh, well, this is the hip-hop version. Maybe, oh. this is the, maybe this is the one that they used. Okay. Maybe this is the one that they used in L.A. And this took place, by the way, at a, at a, at a joint called the Old Brown House. I don't oh. know if you've heard of the Old Brown House, Patrick Halog, because you grew up in SoCal. Spent a lot of time in L.A. But anyway, so this, this is where these micro weddings are taking place uh, out in the L.A. area. And um, th- this couple that, that's profiled, uh, Anna Soriano and uh, Louis Moreno, they, they're in their early 30s. They met on MySpace. Stop it. <laughs> Thirteen. No, before you, before you laugh. Thirteen years ago, when people were actually still using MySpace, <laughs> if you remember that. Um, so they met on MySpace and they got engaged at a cathedral in Italy. That sounds very romantic. Wow. A few months before the pandemic started, though. Whoa. So and and obviously. Um, the pandemic threw so many wedding plans in, in an absolute chaos. And so this guy, uh, Louis Moreno, is a studio engineer. He actually lost his job tragically overnight when the pandemic started. So they had to push everything to the back burner like a lot of couples did. And after after things kind of calmed down, I mean, they, they, they knew some people. And I'm sure you and I know people too, Maggie, who spent close to $50,000 on, on their wedding. That's a lot of money. That's a, that, that is a lot of money. But they didn't want to do that. They wanted to prioritize a down payment on their home. We all know that how expensive that is, how, how expensive home prices are these days. They also kind of were kind of a shy couple, and they didn't really want the, the public spotlight, sure. if you will, of a big wedding. They wanted it to be more intimate, I guess. And they were going to do a backyard ceremony. Now, by the way, if you're listening and you're Catholic, don't don't take notes on that. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Because if you're if you're both Catholic, right, it has to be in a Catholic church because this is a public sacrament. And Maggie, you got married at the beautiful, and I still have not been to this place, St. John Cantius mm-hmm. in Chicago, which mm-hmm. looks incredible. I've seen the photos. I've got to get there at some it's breathtaking. point. Breathtaking. Mm. Yeah, we'll I'd... call it the Little Vatican for a reason. Oh, wow, the Little Vatican. I like <laughs> yeah. that. I love that. So, um, and, and obviously, as, as you just showed me from your from your wedding proofs, it's just, it just just turned out beautifully. And so, but you got to get married in the church, 
not on the beach because it's a public sacrament for the church. It's a sacrament of service for the church. And as you might know, maybe you don't know, this is the one sacrament that's kind of a do-it-yourself sacrament because the, the, the bride and the groom confer the sacrament on each other with the wedding vows. The bishop, the priest, the deacon is only there as a witness on behalf of the church along with all the others who are there. So now if, if you're a Catholic and you're marrying a non-Catholic and this person refuses to get married in a Catholic church, you can be married outside, but you need dispensation from the bishop, right? So just so you know, there's, a, there's, there's some regulations here because marriage is God's idea. Uh, it's not something we cooked up on our own. It's the primordial sacrament, if you will, long before the, the church was founded. Um, we had marriage, right? And so there you go. But anyway, so this place is called Old Brown House, uh, which is the wedding chapel in Highland Park in, in the L.A. area. And it was opened by a couple who for a few years officiated free weddings at the Burning Man Festival, <laughs> which sounds pretty wild. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, burn in love, I guess. And uh, So this is like the new take on, on like the Vegas like, <sighs> it uh, like Elvis it. Chapel kind of thing. It's a little bit like that. Yeah, without the without the costumes, um, and there, there's a there's a wedding officiant, and again, these are not these are again. If you're Catholic, you can't you can't use these people. They, they interviewed a lady named Connie Jones Stewart, who is a Los Angeles wedding officiant, and she says that the demand for this Maggie is off the chain. Like it, it's like ever since because people were doing these these kind of tiny weddings during the the pandemic, but then when the pandemic ended, people are like, you know, this is actually let's. Let's actually keep our plan to sure. have this small wedding because for sure. various reasons, um, one of which is cost. And a question I, I want to ask everybody listening, one 914 Did you have a ginormous, like my big fat Greek wedding? Remember that movie? <laughs> Did you have like the, the ginormous wedding and spent a lot of money? And you kind of wish you didn't. You kind of wish you had a little more low-key affair. Yeah. Or did you have kind of a micro-wedding? situation with uh-huh. just maybe a handful of people or maybe just the two of you and you wish you went big you wish you went big so call in i, I want to hear about this triple eight nine one four nine one four nine and here, here's something interesting and this is one of the one of the things that i wanted to ask maggie about because you you did your honeymoon just as patricia and i did and i wanted nick centovich the sentient <coughs> one to, to join us here he's also a relevant radio producer he's on the road for, for the holiday weekend he's probably listening in the car right now if you can, Nick, call in. But Nick and his wife, Olivia, just got yes. married as well. Yes. And he's the producer of The Inner Life, Father Simon Says. And I don't know if you guys are in Rome at the same time, but you and Joe were about— Right after. Right after. Okay, so yeah. past each other in the airport. Yeah. They, they, they went right—when They we got back from our honeymoon, it was the very next weekend— that we went to Nick and Olivia's wedding. <laughs> oh, you were there. Okay. <laughs> and then they left the next day for, for Rome. So it was just ships passing in the night. Mm. And, and I think it's a, it's a great choice. Had you, was there ever any thought of going anywhere else other than Rome for you two? Um, not really. I, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii, but we talked, mm. we were like, let's, we'll save that for like a, you know, five, 10 year anniversary or something. Like we'll go, idea. we'll go to a nice beach on Hawaii. But um, no, I've never been across the pond. I and I honestly, I've kept my head down and worked a lot. Mm. I just pretty much hung out with my family and worked a lot in the last ten years of my life. So I, you know, you see these like Instagram stories of friends, you know, going on these exotic trips. Mm -hmm. 
you know, all the time. And I, I would be like, gosh, I don't know how they can afford that. Exactly. Um, so I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to make my life as great as it possibly can be that mm. I don't feel like I need to vacate it all the time. Um, and that was kind That's of my, my motto for the last decade. Um, so I haven't really taken many trips. Mm. Um, Joe, when he was in college, went on a trip to Germany and Austria but he had never been to Italy, and his family's Italian. And so we it was just kind of a natural. He was like, I think we should go to Italy. And I was like, yep, yeah, <laughs> let's just, go. It feels right. Let's do it. Like yeah. and this is this is amazing. And yeah, yeah. And I want to tell I, – I, I do want you to tell the story of how you guys met in just a second because it has a lot to do with the walk to Mary. It does. And we, did, we had a wonderful event last night here at Relevant Radio, actually, for the Go the Distance campaign. We want to expand our reach so we can bring Christ to the world through the media. We want to get in every one of the top 100 radio markets in the United States. We need your help to do that. You can find more information on this at the website. Uh, but we had a great event with Father Rocky. You were there. You gave a really nice presentation really briefly. But and, and you, I don't think he even warned you. He was going to no, ask you I this. Had but. No, I, I had no idea. <laughs> but what did you what did you say? What, t- t- tell us how, how this whole meeting with Joe happened. So when Relevant Radio uh, moved to Illinois, we had a a temporary studio set up in Park Ridge, which is um, kind of a northwest suburb of Chicago. Yeah, and right across the street. Like, right across the street is St. Paul of the Cross Catholic mm-hmm. Church. Um, so I moved to Illinois. I am the start work for Relevant Radio. I don't know a soul in Chicago. And my thought process was I'm going to go to Mass. I'm going to go to work. And I'm going to go to the gym. And hopefully, in doing those three things, I will meet other great young yeah. people to hang out with. I'll make some friends. Um <clears throat> so I got in the habit of going to daily mass mm-hmm. before popping over to work. And I would sit in the back of the church and uh, sometimes I would see this young guy, strapping gentleman, <laughs> uh, come in and sit like right up front. Oh. And I used to I used to call him Mr. Front Row in my <laughs> in my head. Front Row Joe. Yeah, Front Row Joe. And so I I remember thinking to myself like, "Oh, that guy. Like he's totally got to be spoken for and that's not why I'm here so like you know I'd just be like attractive guy cool um back to my prayers and yeah, I can would, you sit in the back please I'm trying to pray yeah, right <laughs> like he's, he's got a really nice back oh my gosh um so mass would finish I'd say my prayers I'd pop over to work mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was that so I probably we probably saw each other off and on going to and from communion for, I don't know, eight, nine months, something like that. I had been wow. here in Chicago. And I had started to make a couple of friends through mm-hmm. church and through work. And I was planning on going to the Walk to Mary. I was planning on going with my mom, but she uh, pulled out the week of Walk to Mary because her doctor's office called her. This was like another Holy Spirit thing. Yeah. And was like, hey, that surgery that we had booked you two months out for, we could get you in this week. And we could get it taken care of right now because we just had a cancellation. And she was like, oh, that'd be great. Hey, Mags, sorry. (laughs) I can't do the walk with you because I got to get this surgery. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'll have to find other arrangements for (laughs) Green Bay because I don't want to just go by myself. Two days later, 
someone that I met at an Opus Day circle twice. So we didn't really know each other that well. Becky calls me mm-hmm. up. She's like, are you going to go to the Walk to Mary? I said, yeah, I am. And she goes, oh, cool, because I rented this giant Airbnb. There's a bunch of people coming up from Chicago. The guys are going to sleep in the basement. The girls are going to sleep upstairs. Um, you know, there's some extra beds. Would you like to come? And I was like, yes, this is exactly what I <laughs> had hoped for. Absolutely. She's like, there's yard games. We're going to grill out. Nice. I said, that's that's perfect. I said, yes, count me in. Um, so I drove up to Green Bay after work on Friday. It was late. I was hungry. I was cranky. <laughs> and I walked into this Airbnb. And who was the first person that I saw was Mr. Front Row. Front Row Joe. Front Row Joe. And I was just like, my jaw hit the floor. I was like, <laughs> what? what is happening right now? <laughs> so we spent, I mean, the weekend together. And then um, after the walk on Sunday, it was Mother's Day that weekend. Mm. So he uh, he was like, I got to get home. And um, my family's hanging out for Mother's Day. I was like, I got to go home. My, you know, I'm having brunch with my folks. And he was like, see you at Mass on Monday. I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'll be in the front row. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, wow, that's a great story. And, and, and obviously the walk to Mary is known for people I'm, finding a spouse. I know. Father Rocky has this rhyme, this I know. poem that he likes to Dr. recite. Dr. Seuss, yeah. He, <laughs> Can you recite it for me? Um, if you want a spouse, if you need a house, if you want a baby, don't say maybe, come to the walk to Mary. Yeah, last night he threw something else in too. He said, if you need a liver, Mary will deliver. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a new one. If but. you need a deal, it's for real. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is just gonna get long. It's, it's gonna yeah. become a book. Let's Send face us it. your best Twitter uh, <laughs> ideas for this <laughs> continuation. You're listening to the Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio, sitting in with Maggie. I almost said, I, I almost said it. I know Maggie Carosa. I know. It's and uh, we're having a great time talking about marriage. These micro weddings. Did you have a small wedding and kind of wished it was bigger, or did you have? Did you have a big blowout wedding, and you're happy about it? Don't care how much it costs. Uh, it, it's really interesting. So when we when we come back from the break, I, I, I want to ask Maggie a little bit about her honeymoon in Rome. Plus, I'm going to tell you the surprising stat about spending money on the wedding versus the honeymoon and how long the marriage will last. Interesting stuff. We'll be right back. It's Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio, 888-914-149. Our sponsor, Charity Mobile, where 5% of your monthly plan price goes to Relevant Radio or another pro-life charity of your choice. New customers can mention Relevant Radio to receive a free phone more information at CharityMobile.com. Welcome back to the Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio on this Friday. Yes, more wedding music. We're talking about this new phenomenon. I don't know whether this is, this is a good thing or not. Micro-weddings. It kind of got started during the pandemic, but people are keeping it rolling. People are keeping it rolling post-pandemic. 
weddings that cost less than the price of an iPhone, less than $600. There's this place called, what's it called again? The Old Brown House in Highland Park in Los Angeles that where this couple, name. yeah, what a name. <laughs> the Old Brown House. Yeah, do you want to get married there? <laughs> so, you know what's even funnier? Um, in, in the article in the LA Times that talks about this, I'm joined by Maggie Carosa, by the way, the co-host of the Family Rosary Across America on Relevant Radio and the producer of the Drew Mariani Show, if that wasn't enough, uh, who just got married. And uh, she got married to Joe, and they went on a Roman honeymoon. We're going to talk about the importance of honeymoons in just a second, but I asked you guys, did you have a micro wedding, a very, very small wedding, or did you have a macro wedding? Did you have a big, fat Greek wedding or a big, fat Italian wedding or whatever the case may be? Um and do you regret having a big wedding or a small wedding? You wish you had the other I, weddings can be expensive. And that's really why people are going to these micro weddings. And the, the old brown house, by the way, by the way, Maggie, the article says it looks just like it sounds. And it, oh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it is. I don't think it's meant as a compliment. And it's across the street from a cannabis dispensary that was once a pizza hut. Uh, and, and by the way, Pizza Hut buildings can only ever be X Pizza Hut buildings. That nothing, you, you, I mean, you cannot get away from that shape. Nothing says romance like the old brown <laughs> exactly. house across from the dispensary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, apparently it's decorated with vintage furniture, a pump organ, and uh, it's the brainchild of the owners Tess Sweet and Dan Gamblin. And they met at the Burning Man Festival in 2009. Great. They did shrooms together. <laughs> I, I I, apparently. And um, they, 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 they started to do free wedding ceremonies at the Burning Man. I've never been to the Burning Man Festival, by the way. If you have, I'm sorry. but God no, no. you. <laughs> you can call in and talk about your experience, 888-914-9149. But they, apparently the festival has a tradition of giving. So they started like doing these free, quote-unquote, <clears throat> weddings at the Burning Man Festival. And um, they would give people these wedding dresses, uh, thrifted gowns, um, plastic wedding rings. Uh, who, who needs to pay more? And they would use a Mad Libs style format so people could personalize their wedding vows. Now, we don't allow this. I don't think we allow this in the Catholic Church. And, we, and it's a good thing because yeah. I, I've been to some of these weddings where people write their own vows. I'm not oh. going to name any names, but it's always Absolutely cheesy beyond belief. It's Ooh. always it's always terrible. Uh, there's an example here of one couple that, that did did just that, um, and uh, it's it's really bad. Uh, the groom said, "My dearest Jen, together with you, my life is amazing, fun, and darn near perfect." Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like, come on. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. But I've heard way worse than that. And uh, um, at any rate, I mean, the, the wedding vows in the Catholic Church. There, there's a reason why we do them that way because if you don't answer the questions right, it's not a valid marriage. Yes. You probably know that. Yes. Do you remember what the, what the wedding vows are? Can I, can I tell you, this was such a point of angst for both Joe and I. On the rehearsal day, the mm -hmm. day before, <clears throat> the priest is like, all right, I'm going to say this, you're going to say this, I'm going to say this, you're going to say that. And w when we walked away from the rehearsal, Joe goes, did you get all that? <laughs> and I was like, no, did you? And we, we both had this moment of like terror, like, oh, we're <laughs> yeah. never going to know what to say. And this is the part that is so awesome about how the, this whole ceremony is designed, what God has designed in marriage. Yeah. It was such a Holy Spirit moment. The day of, we're there in front of the altar with the priest, and he's like, He's starting. He's starting the prayers. He's starting the the vows, and uh -huh. and 
I didn't even bat an eyelash. It just came out. It came out. It just came out perfect. Joe said what he needed to say. Every, like, it just all happened without even thinking. And afterwards, we were like, wow, remember yesterday we were really worried about yeah. that? Like, it would be an in- invalid wedding in the end. You know, he didn't say it right. You know, But so he didn't offer, so the priest didn't offer to say, repeat after me. I, you know, Joe, take it. You know, he didn't say that. He, he just let you guys roll with it. No, he, well, for that part, but like, there's, there's a, a preface to that uh, where he says, like, are you here? Yes. Or the, the, ha- have you come here today? And you say, yeah. I, yes, I have. And, and yeah. or I am and I have and I have. Yeah. Have you come here freely? Yes. Yeah. That's Because that, this is the key, crew, key, key part. Like, there's the four questions, right? Have you come here freely? Or is your yes. future mother-in-law making you do this? That's not a good answer. <laughs> uh, to give yourselves without reserve to yes. one another. To yes. give totally. Uh, do you promise to be faithful until death? obviously. Mm-hmm. And then uh, will you accept children as a gift from God? And uh, and will you raise them according to the laws of Christ and his church, the promise to be fruitful? So free, total, faithful, fruitful. So you need that. Beautiful. That's love. That's love. love it. This is how Christ loved his bride, the church. We talk about this all the time. He, you know, he says, I lay my life down in my own free will. I mean, I, nobody, it's not because Judas betrayed me or the Roman soldiers nailed me to the cross. I lay my life down freely for you, my bride, the church. Uh, is this love total? This is my body given up for you, right? It's total. Wow. Uh, is he faithful? I will be with you always unto the very end of the age in Matthew 28. Of course, is it fruitful? John chapter 10. The thief, the enemy, comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come so that you might have life and have it to the full. And every time someone is baptized in the womb of the church, the baptismal font, the womb of Holy Mother Church, if you will, that we have a, a new child of God born. There have been billions of us. So, yes, it, it is fruitful. His love for his bride, clearly it is. So this is what the the uh, the marriage of Christ and the church, you know, this is what the wedding vows are based off of in the Catholic Church. So it's really, really important that we do it the way that we do it. You're listening to The Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio, 888-914-9149. in with Maggie Carosa the co-host of the Family Rosary Across America, which is coming up soon on Relevant Radio. But I wanted to ask you guys, did you have a big wedding, a macro wedding, one of these micro weddings? Do you wish you had the other? Let's go to Ruth in Hacienda Heights, California. Ruth, you've been on the line. Thanks for being so patient. What was your wedding all about? Hello. Yes. Um, I got married in 2018. Oh, wow. And had about 150 guests. But, you know, I I wanted the good food. Mm -hmm. I wanted the, the good drinks. And... Throughout the process of planning this wedding, that's when it started hitting us how expensive this was going to be. <laughs> yeah. And I did have two panic attacks. I cried and I mm. said, maybe we should scale this back and save this money for a house, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I prayed about it and I cried. I prayed and I cried. <laughs> and I just knew that if I if we didn't do this, that we were gonna regret it mm, because okay. of those 150 people. That was my A list. We didn't have a B list. We didn't have a C list. It was A list, and we mm. wanted to share that beautiful day with every single one of them. And I don't regret it because literally, I felt like there was just love radiated towards us from everybody. Wow. They were praying for us. They were loving on us. And they were just having such a beautiful day themselves. And I I don't regret it. And I mean, I get how things expensive, how expensive life is right now. Mm -hmm. But if if that's the plan, you know, and it was in my heart to have this. 
And it's something to talk about. I mean, I talk about it and I still feel like I'm on cloud nine because of that day. Um, oh, and amazing. of course, it doesn't, it's not, it's not all about the reception and the party. Right, it's, of course, you know, the sacrament, you know, and yes. it's so beautiful. It's such a blessing. And for us to be able to go through that. And I wanted everybody to see it. I, I, I was telling my guests, like, you have to go to the mass. You can't come to the reception. and Don't go to the mass. Mm, yeah. Some people try of to course, do that. Yeah. yeah. I just want to go to the dinner. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, they know how much that meant to, to both of us. Mm. And um, sure enough, we had a great turnout at, at Mass, and everybody that was at the Mass was at the reception. So, oh, that's beautiful, um, Ruth. Yeah, and us, we also went to Rome for our ah, honeymoon. Uh-huh. And it was Another beautiful. member of the club. Yeah. <laughs> the Roman <laughs> yes, honeymooners. Yes, we, we did have an audience with um, Pope Francis, and it was just oh, that's great. beautiful. Oh, that is beautiful, Ruth. What a great story. I love how you basically said everybody was an A-lister. Yeah. I like that. All of our friends are A-listers, all of our family members. And, and Ruth, thank you so much in Hacienda Heights, California. And that's great. Obviously, five years into your marriage, pray for you. And, and that's interesting because, Maggie, I, I feel like because w- when I got married to Trish, we, we had kind of a bigger wedding. I can't remember exactly how many people were there, but it was well, it was maybe around 150, 200, something like that. I can't remember mm-hmm. exactly. But... Because it was the first wedding in both of our families, yep. um, a lot of it was for our parents, too, because yes. they all were so excited. They of wanted course. to invite all their friends and of family course. members. They almost have to, in a of sense. Of course. Total, totally. Uh, and I, I really appreciate Ruth, Ruth's call. Our wedding was, was just a little bit bigger than hers. I think it was around 168, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and, you know, the thing about that, that you learn in the process of planning for a wedding— is is this communication and negotiation between these two parties? Yeah, um, and it, it's it's such a beautiful process of of learning how to communicate your your hopes and desires and and mm. like the reality and budget, like all of these things. Um, so like if I had it just my way, I would have had you know like less than a hundred people up yeah. at the little country church down from my parents' place in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, but that really wasn't realistic because my entire family is fly- like w- would be flying in from everywhere across the U.S. My siblings live all over the place. Um, a lot of my extended family is all over the place. And so you go, okay, well, how are they going to get to St. Yeah. Peter, Wisconsin? You know, and, and um, you know, where are they going to stay and what are we going to eat? And it be, almost became more of a hassle to to try and do the scaled down simple thing because I'm like, dang it, this actually isn't conducive mm-hmm. to like providing a good day for the guest too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if Joe had things his way, he comes from an Italian family <laughs> uh-huh. and he's the first one in his family to get married. They would have, he would have invited 400 people. Oh, he would have yeah. invited everyone in the world if it, was, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it were up to Joe. So, like, the, the co- combination of the two of us was a really beautiful day. Um, it was like a, 168 people. Um, and we, we tried to cut costs where we could. And in the end, we we did choose we did choose to have like just a a quality meal, a quality experience. We we opted for a live band because I lived wow. in Nashville for a long time and I was I in didn't music. Know that. Yeah, really. Yeah, I was kind of in and out of the music world, and so I 
it was just like the one thing that I I was like, if we could find a live band, that would be amazing. And it was electric. So like it was, <laughs> it was a day. No pun it it, <laughs> it was the A list group, and it was it was you know a, a day that I think none of us will forget. And so mm-hmm. it you know. I understand when people are like, I, I want to, it, it is a lot of money. You go, I want to put this into a down payment for a house or yep. this or that. Mm-hmm. But the, the other thing, like, I want you to think about this. If this is a place that you're in in your life where you're planning these things, mm-hmm. your resources for your future future aren't just in putting money away for a house that you'll live in. Your resources are also the people in your life. That's right. Yeah. So ha- like, I loved when Ruth said, you know, feeling the love from all these people. I haven't seen some of my extended family in a long time. My brother, I have a brother in Idaho. I have a brother in Colorado. I have a brother in Minnesota. And I, we don't get the chance to see each other that often. So to have everybody in and, and just yeah. with each other for a day and celebrating is amazing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and yeah, you're selling me on this. I mean, it's too late. We've already done it. We did it. We did it. We did a big two. And <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking weddings here. It's wedding season. It's that kind of season here in the summer in the United States. And of course, coming up on July the 4th, we, and apparently there are a lot of uh, weddings on July the 4th. 888 Did you have a big wedding? Did you have a small wedding, a micro wedding? Do you regret it? Do you not regret it? 888-914-9149. It's Kale Clark show with special guest Mags, Maggie Carosa. Let's go to Lucy in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Hey, Lucy. Hi, and congratulations, Maggie. Thanks, Lucy. Um, so <laughs> my husband and I got married last year. We had about 200 people, 25 of those were kids. We had so many moments in our wedding planning where it was just like, oh my gosh, there's no way this would have happened without the help of God. We yes. so much divine providence, mm-hmm. Deo gracias. Mm-hmm. And we were, we said we should have had like a little piece in our not page of like all the things that are only because of God, like huh. the mm-hmm. awesome venue, which was three blocks from our parish. And Aww. so like, we got to trust cute. in the Lord. That when you get worked up about the money, just trust in the Lord. If it's why... Yeah overanalyze when the answer to the prayer is going to be right in front of you. Mm. Amen. I like that. I love that faith. And and you talk about the knot. Thank you very much for that call, Lucy. According to the knot real wedding study, the average wedding size in 2022 was 117 guests. Wow. Oh, yeah. that's smaller than I would have expected. Yeah, it's a little smaller, but yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, but weddings are not really as popular these days either. That's true too, sadly. Yeah, a lot of people that are might, opting not to do it. You know, you're seeing this trend of the micro wedding. It might be also just the trend of people not, it's not like the, the full sacramental marriage that people are desiring. Yeah, yeah, which is, which is unfortunate. And um, we hope the trend will come back that way. Let's go to, let's go to, let's go to Miranda. Speaking of the micro weddings, let's go to Miranda in Chicago. Hi, Miranda. Hi. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. So I am a bride who had a micro wedding, November oh, okay. 2022. So pretty recent. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, uh, we thought about it this way. Um, a wedding is a day and a marriage is a lifetime. So yep. for us, mm-hmm. we really totally. wanted to invest some of that money into our future house and our future children. Even like think about investing our wedding 
the money we would have had for like a $20,000 wedding into like our child's first baptism or something um, mm-hmm. and paying it forward that way and having that celebration of life. Um, but the other thing with the micro wedding is we are people, I'm Mexican, so my other choice would have been a huge like 200 <laughs> yeah. people wedding with all my family. Uh, and that just even thinking about that when I got engaged gave me unbelievable social anxiety. Mm. And we really thought about our sacrament uh, between us two and God. And we were really thinking about our support to have been there since we had started dating and the people that we can fully trust and rely on when we do have some marriage issues and we can call upon for that help and support. And it, we wanted to kind of keep that intimacy within us. Mm, it's that's interesting, and, and you mentioned the, the social anxiety, and that was the first couple that we mentioned from that article. That's one of the reasons why they had a, totally. a micro wedding. And Miranda, thank you so much. And that that's that's interesting too, because yes, the the day, the sacrament, the power of the sacrament, and then also what's really important, most of all, and I think Miranda nailed it, of course, is the marriage itself, because yes. that's only the beginning. <clears throat> and what was really intriguing, and I wanted to ask you about your honeymoon a little bit, Maggie, because. One of the one of the stats that came out in this piece in the LA Times about micro weddings is that uh, if marital longevity is your goal, according to the author, there's evidence that maybe it's a good call to have a micro wedding because there, been a, there's a pair of economists and they're really cr- good with crunching numbers. They surveyed more than three thousand people who were married, and they found that those who spent a thousand dollars or less on their wedding, you know, around the same price as an iPhone were significantly less likely to get divorced than couples who spent more. It's an interesting, you know, is, it, correlation doesn't mean causation necessarily, but sure. but here's the interesting point. Going on a honeymoon, though, spending money on the honeymoon correlated with a much longer marriage. Isn't that interesting? Beautiful. So it's almost like if you're going to pay for something, maybe if you, if you have to choose one or the other, maybe choose the honeymoon. It's a better investment. So... What do you what do you think about that, Megs? It makes sense to me as uh, at least the honeymoon portion of it because um, you know especially if you're trying to do things rightly ordered, um, you especially getting close to the wedding, you're seeing less and less of each other. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, true. There's just there's a lot of work. There's a lot mm-hmm. of work, you know, and planning and and you know people that you have to be connecting with and. Um, I felt like the last month before the wedding, Joe and I saw less of each other. And then, uh, you know, to actually have that time on the honeymoon where it was, it was. That's a great point. 10, 10 days we were in Italy that we had unadulterated time. Just we were always by each other's side. And because we're in a foreign country, there's like this aspect of adventure but also danger and like you know i'll wait here with the stuff you go and then (laughs) go to the bathroom and then when you come back i'll go and you really learn to like communicate well and like really Mm. trust each other's like strengths and weakness you know like so we we loved it we loved it and i could totally see how that helps facilitate a longer marriage you're listening to the kale clark show on relevant radio and and mags there there was truly some danger on your honeymoon because (laughs) tell me about the guy selling roses at the piazza del populo yeah there's there i guess this is a scam but i i had never seen it before but we're just you know we're walking arm in arm it's a beautiful day we're walking through this beautiful piazza and this guy comes up he's holding a bunch of roses uh-huh and he's holding one out to me and he he practically is like 
forcing it into my yep. hand. But I, I'm like, sir, I don't, you know, I don't want this. But he's he's like putting it in my hand. And this bystander, Joe, and Joe's just like, just say no. Like we're we're trying to like walk away. And he's like, no, no, no. This bystander like zooms up in between us. And he's wow. like, watch out. These guys are dangerous. And we were like, whoa. So we like we put our hands up. We're like, no, like get away from us and walked off. But I, I was like, man, that that is an aggressive sales tactic. You know, it's funny. The same exact thing happened to me and Trish when we were in Rome. We, I think it was at the at the um, at the Piazza Navona, though. And, oh, and we that's were where we stayed. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow, wow. You know where we stayed? Where? Sidebar. We actually stayed in a convent. Oh, wow. Honeymoon in a convent. The jokes write themselves, oh. folks. N- none of which we'll, we'll use here, of course, on the air. But but a lot of convents rent out rooms to people. That's and, awesome. And it was actually a great location. It worked I, out really I well. I bet. I bet. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, the nuns had to kind of let us in, you know, in the morning and, and stuff. And uh, but it's like, okay, we're, you know, it's okay. We're out late. We're married, you know. It's Anyways, but uh, yeah, so we had the same guy. I don't know if it was the same guy, but, but he was, part, <laughs> it was, of, he was part of the crew. He might have been the same guy. I mean, this guy had a wild look in his eyes, and he he did the exact same thing. He tried to put a rose right in Trisha's hand, and he was right. Like, he he was definitely violating all personal space bubbles. I I, I, I nearly slugged the guy. I was so mad. How, he just was, wow. So I just, be careful, I, d- I just want to know, like, is all that effort and time worth it? Like, are they making? money from this weird move yeah like, like why uh, yeah. wouldn't you just like sell newspapers i know like, yeah it's like now it's in your hand now now you got to pay for it i mean come on man a- anyways uh, but oh the great sarah tafoya is on the <gasps> line sarah! here sarah welcome well welcome you uh, i was listening to you guys in the car and i was like oh this is too funny i have to jump in <laughs> i actually feel a little hey you didn't invite me in on this conversation i got married and that was many <laughs> many years ago but <laughs> oh by the way folks just so you know well, sarah tafoya sarah tafoya is the producer of morning air yes. and, and a frequent voice on the on the program as well so you, you all know her if you listen in the mornings it's just to introduce you to the to the folks sarah but go ahead for the afternoon crew, everyone's usually sleeping during my show, so that's good. I'm glad <laughs> <laughs> introductions are are always necessary. But you know what? I'm, the the most important part for me, and you can tell that I was uh, still needed some formation. The most important part for me at my wedding, I was thinking mostly about the tunes at the party. Yes. So uh, yeah. I was uh, setting up DJ. with the DJ, making sure that uh, we would have all the right music this because uh, my husband he was so me. nice. He was walking around. He was saying hi to everyone and thank you for coming to our wedding and i was like on the dance floor so we actually didn't spend as much time as you would like at a wedding together how horrible but i guess we got to spend every single day together for the rest of our lives so there you I go say, it was like yeah i'll see you later right so see you around yeah. <laughs> i love it i love it yeah so some, as you said maggie you know it's it's hard to spend time before the wedding because there's so much stuff to do you're not really supposed to you got to kind of you know mm-hmm. back it up a little bit mm-hmm. And then Sarah's like, "Wow, I, I, I just went, I just went straight to the dance floor. Love it. I, I love it. It does not surprise me one bit." Sarah, thank you so much no, for the call. Right? It shouldn't. <laughs> I, I, I love it, Sarah. And hey, happy Fourth of July to you and your family as well, and have a well-deserved rest. Okay. We'll try. We'll try to do it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling. That was the great Sarah Tafoya. I love it. I love it. Love Sarah. She is just an absolute hoot. The same thing happened to me, by the way. I, I, I ate my wedding dinner pretty much by myself. Everyone is gone. Like, they're just talking to people. So I was like, 
It's like the loneliest dinner I, I've ever had. I couldn't eat mine. I got like halfway through and I was like, I'm, I'm not even hungry. I just want to go talk with people. Y- yeah, you got to do it. You got to take a break. And speaking of breaks, we got to take one right now on the Kale Clark Show. 888-914-9149. Be right back. Our sponsor, Charity Mobile, where 5% of your monthly plan price goes to Relevant Radio or another pro-life charity of your choice. New customers can mention Relevant Radio to receive a free phone. More information at CharityMobile.com. Back to the Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio, sitting with Max, Maggie Carosa, who is who has got the biggest smile on her face right now. And why is that, Maggie? This is Chris Stapleton. This was our first dance song. Oh wow! For Joe and I, the great Chris Stapleton. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow! It, uh, Patrick Alog. <laughs> wow. Go on here and I, say, you, I, I asked Joe. You asked Joe. <laughs> well, Joe's called me for different things. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. had his number. I was like, "Hey, Joe, Maggie's on air." What was it? Oh, yeah. that is so funny. Oh, you know what? I didn't tell him that I was going to be on on with you guys. He's probably listening too. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, that that you got incredible taste in music, you guys. I love. It. I, lo- I, <laughs> I I'm a huge Chris Stapleton fan, and it was it was so fun. We we danced to it. We had taken two little dance lessons mm-hmm. just so we didn't look like idiots on the dance floor. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> and I think we pulled it off pretty well. Nice. People were like, wow, you guys did such a good job. And I was like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That That's amazing. Well, hey, and good work, A-Log, uh, finding that nice. too. That's incredible. You listen to the Kale Clark Show, 888-914-9149. We're talking about micro weddings, a big trend in today's society. People are scaling down big time. And other people are like, no, you should ha- go big. Go big or go home. I want to know what you guys did for your weddings, and do you recommend it for other people? Let's go to Anne in Belleville, Illinois. Not triple eight nine one four nine one four nine. By the way, Anne in Belleville, Illinois. Welcome to the program. Hi, hi, oh Maggie, I'm so happy for you, and Joe, congratulations. <laughs> You've got such a beautiful story. I'm so thrilled for you. Thank you. And I wish you a wonderful life. Oh, You're welcome. You. I listen to you every day. You're just so wonderful. Um, I just want to say. Um, First of all, my wedding was 60 years ago. Oh. And before that, I always used to think, oh, let's just go to the reception. From the moment I stepped in that church, I never wanted that mass to end, ever. Me neither. Um, isn't that wonderful? Oh, my gosh. It was so wonderful, so beautiful. But my husband and I didn't really want a big wedding, but we had a huge wedding. But for those days, it it wasn't anything like the mega weddings for today. But, you know, like five bridesmaids or six, I can't remember, and all the groomsmen and and flower girls. And just, you know, back in that day, that was a big wedding. And and a big, big, um, you know, live musicians. And just, you know, it was great. We didn't, we never ate a bite like Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um... Uh, let's see. Well, so we um, celebrated our 58th anniversary, and I was planning our 60th. I'm like, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. And 20, 19 days and 23 hours and 20 minutes later, I lost him. So, so I want to tell you, it. Well, thank you, but it's 
it's a, to all those people that wonder if you should have a wedding, I have that memory. Mm. So you, you know, you really need to have a wonderful, wonderful day. Don't just hop down the aisle to bebop or to, <laughs> uh, yeah, bless you, Anne. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, God, God, God bless you, and, and thank you for that story. That that's a powerful story, and and yeah, I, I think sometimes when you when you go through rough times in, in your marriage, and every every marriage has will have issues. It's two sinners moving in together under the same roof. You know, stuff's going to happen. You're going to have to work some things out. Uh, the rough edges of your character need to be smoothed away, and that really only happens. it's a saint making factory. Let's face it, marriage and family life. Um, but sometimes you look you look back at the beginning. And you know, you remember God brought us together, and th- this is, you know, we, we, I don't, I don't know how people do it without the grace of the sacrament. To be quite I honest with either. you, I don't either. I don't either. Anyways, it's, you're listening to the Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio, sitting in with Maggie Carosa. Let's go to Richard in Sacktown, Sacramento, California. Hey, Richard. Hi. Hey. In uh, March of 1972, I met this wonderful lady, and three months later, we were married. And that was 51 yes. years ago. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And our, our wedding cost uh, somewhere under $100. Oh. That lasted. Well, we pulled up and we put money in the parking meter. <laughs> so it lasted about an hour. <laughs> oh, wow. so we oh went gosh. back out to the car. The meter had expired. <laughs> Is there a ticket? And we, we, have two, we have two wonderful daughters and oh. two wonderful granddaughters. Oh, wow. Congratulations, so Richard. Can't, oh. can't ask for much more than that. Uh-huh. And, uh, you got a lot for Her your hundred bucks. <laughs> we we didn't have any guests. She was. We started whittling the, the guest list down. Then it got down to zero. Her father didn't come. My mother didn't come, oh. and they were like totally confused. But it all worked out, and we got a washing machine and dryer out of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that, that's really practical, Richard. Hey, thanks for that call. I appreciate that a lot. Wow, that's. Uh, uh, even though nineteen seventy two dollars, a hundred bucks, that's still that's still a pretty good deal, I, I think, Maggie. And uh, I tell you what, Maggie, we're, we're going to be praying for you and Joe as you embark on this journey. And we've got so many. And, and Patrick, you just told me that someone else at Relevant Radio got married even after Maggie. Yeah, Lo- Lauren uh, Rimza. Oh, Lauren's wedding actually the happened. Engineer, yeah. Oh my goodness, I was wondering why she, she wasn't be back here next week. I think. Yeah, well, I guess she has a good excuse for not being here. Uh-huh. And wow, she went to Rome as well. Okay, yeah. this is the this is the Roman Honeymooners Club. I got to tell you, it's. Uh, <laughs> At Relevant Radio, and we, we're so blessed with such great people at Relevant Radio, including you, Maggie, and uh, what a treat it was to have you sitting in today. And don't forget, Maggie's going to be back. Timmy's coming up next, and then the Family Rosary Across America with Father Rocky and Maggie live at 7 p.m. Central. That's it. Only here on Relevant Radio, the Relevant Radio app, and YouTube and everywhere else. That we, we get that, that rosary out there because we want all of America praying together. I really want to wish... All of you, and I'm sure Maggie does as well, a very, very happy Independence Day. And we'll catch you later on. As we leave here, I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite tunes, America the Beautiful, performed by her, which means having everything revealed. Her real name is Gabriella Wilson, and uh, she performed this at the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 55 in Tampa. Just have a listen. God bless. Take it away.